Thanks for tuning in to Game Time with Zach and Jamir. My name is Jamir Wilson, and I'm co-hosted by Zach Wright. Today, the name of the game is Getting Into the Game, where we will discuss who we are, what got us into basketball, and how we ultimately got to this podcast, as well as who our favorite players, teams, and what excites us about this NBA season and the future of this podcast. A, a side note, we appreciated everything that we got in terms of feedback and additional ideas going forward from everyone who listened to our practice episode. Thank you very much. Game time. Appreciated everything that we got. And going forward, we will consider everything that was given to us. Now, Zach, who are you? Yeah, I'd also like to say thanks to anyone who gave us some feedback. It was very, very much appreciated. We definitely learned a lot from all the words and considerations you guys gave us. So thank you. But who am I? Uh, so I lived in many places. I was born in Massachusetts, but I spent most of my time in Bethlehem, PA. You know, shout out to the I Valley, shout out to the Brader Street Gang. Uh, I graduated with a psych degree from Susquehanna University. And currently I'm working as a youth mentor and advocate. And right now, I guess hobbies, or things I enjoy include, you know, looking at or making art, listening to music, hip hop's my main thing. You know, I tend to listen to other things as well. Been exploring a lot more musically. And I just enjoy having interesting conversation, learning from others, you know, having that good back and forth and just getting different perspectives. And how about you, Jameer? What makes you you? Well, that's an interesting question. There's a lot of things I feel like that make me me. Uh, first, I would say consider I uh, would talk about uh, Philadelphia, West Philadelphia specifically. A lot of I get a lot of jokes about uh, West Philadelphia, born and raised, you know. But I truly love West Philadelphia, and it made me a lot of who I am. Shout out to my friends from West Philadelphia, and, and you you know who you are. Uh, growing up in such a tough city, I think really gave me a hardened skin. And I, I you know, I take, I, I can take a lot. Uh, as Zach said, going to Susquehanna University, I also attended Susquehanna University with a track of sports, a sports media track. And I wound up finishing with a degree in sports media and a minor in philosophy, which was pretty awesome. I did a lot of work in diversity and inclusion at Susquehanna University, which has set me on a current path of right now working with City Year, which is an AmeriCorps program in which we uh, help to bridge the education gap in um, Philadelphia. And yeah, uh, for the future, I would love to be in grad school and to get a degree in student affairs and eventually work in student affairs because I believe that would be awesome. And for some hobbies, uh, I like taking pictures. I love fashion. I'm trying to get into it more as well as listening to music. I love hip hop, other forms of music as well. Video games is a big thing for me too. Yes, video games. Okay. <laughs> 
Yeah, video games are dope. And yeah, that's pretty much it. So that's enough about me. The next thing I would love to discuss is what got you into basketball, who your favorite team and player is, as well as who, like what in basketball is something that you absolutely live for in terms of plays. Uh, so Zach, you can take it away first. All right. So the first thing that got me into basketball was I had a Dreamcast way back when, and we had 2K for the Dreamcast. And, you know, Iverson was the cover athlete on that game. So being a five or six-year-old, that's, like, who I wanted to play with. So I was just using the Sixers a bunch just to use Iverson. So, like, that was my favorite player growing up. But then we eventually got a PS2. So my interest in 2K waned because we started, you know, got different games and stuff. But then I was watching TV with my dad one day, and he put on the 08 finals, you know, Celtics versus Lakers. And then I was just watching the game, and Rondo caught my eye, just the way he controlled the game and completely managed the offense and dictated how things were going down. I just thought his master, mastery of the court was just beautiful to watch. So then he had become my favorite player and got me into basketball again. And I just watched, I'd just be watching basketball games just to watch him. And since he's on the Celtics, the Celtics became my favorite team. Cause you know, I started like, I started liking Paul Pierce and Kevin Garnett and Perkins and Scalabrini was always just funny to watch run around the court. And, you know, of course, Ray Allen and that crew just got me really into basketball. <laughs> so yeah, Celtics became my favorite team, and you know, as things changed, like when Rondo towards ACL and got traded from the Celtics, I'd just be watching him less because he wasn't on the Celtics anymore. So things changed, and eventually, my next real favorite player became Isaiah Thomas. And just that, I believe it was 2017 season when he was top five MVP voting. That season was just heroic, and I just really enjoyed watching that season. Was that definitely was my favorite time to be like a Celtics fan that one season, just watching him just completely be like, he's just a true underdog and really just lived up to that underdog mentality and having a chip on his shoulder. And nowadays I'd say my favorite player is Marcus Smart. He's just such a fearless player, plays with a lot of heart, always takes on the toughest defensive assignment. And uh, like, I don't know if you remember Jameer, but when uh, Harden, when Harden got those two charging violations against Marcus Smart in the last like 30 seconds, that one game, like things like that just make me make me love watching Marcus Smart. He's such a great leader, at least by example. And like when Kyrie was in, in Boston, that was his best defensive season. And he cited Marcus Smart as the reason as to why he was playing such good defense. Like the man just has an impact on the people around him. I just think that's very admirable. And in terms of like my favorite plays, I'd say like a great block. Definitely gets me going. Like when Le LeBron blocked a good dollar, I was going crazy watching that game and watching that play. I think we all were. <laughs> <laughs> and then also, at least on offense, I like, I'd say my favorite play is uh, the Warriors pick and roll back when they were in their prime. Like when Draymond was a roller and then he got, and then Steph got him the ball and then he threw the, oh, yeah. to the man cutting from the corner. I just thought that was like such a beautiful play. So, yeah, those are definitely the plays that get me going. How about you, Jameer? What's your basketball story? Well, first off, shout out to Draymond. He still doesn't get enough love. Mm -hmm. That pick and roll was legendary. Um, still is to this day. Okay, and <clears throat> in terms of my basketball beginnings, 
I feel like uh, it stems from two things. Um, as you said, you started playing 2K. Uh, and like, I didn't, I wasn't playing 2K at the Dreamcast level, <laughs> but I was playing 2K on Xbox 360, if I'm not mistaken. That's the first system I started playing 2K on. So probably like 11, 12 range, I think is when I started. And that, like, just seeing how much the game had such a rich history in terms of, like, the NBA having a rich history and also growing up in Philadelphia, you're going to see a lot of people playing ball. Playing ball is going to be a, a topic of discussion almost all the time. And um, <clears throat> I feel like that's what really got me into it, wanting to see more, learn more about the game, learn about epic series and, you know, big shots and who, who are the greatest players. And it really fed into a hobby that I developed over time and my love for basketball. Mm -hmm. So um, when we talk about my favorite team being a Philly guy, I'm a diehard Sixers fan. There's been many up and down rides. Yeah, the process is still underway. I don't know where we're going to go from here, but yeah, watching the Sixers has been interesting because when I first came in and really became a basketball fan was around the time uh, Doug Collins was head coach and we had Andre Godala, Evan Turner, uh, guys like Elton Brand and Spencer Hawes. And we were a playoff team. And then we made a horrific trade for Andrew Bynum and then began the horrible time known as the process that was full of tanking and just praying, you know, prayers for a better hope and a better future. And we eventually landed on Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid. And now we're here pretty much. I'm so happy that we didn't trade Ben Simmons. I'm extremely happy that we've uh, gotten a new coach. And to get on track of my favorite player, you talk about defense with Marcus Martin, the heart that he has, and taking on the toughest assignment. And Kawhi Leonard is a player who stood out to me. And I think when, when what stood out to me was he was he's so quiet. Like he's still quiet to this day. Like he's so quiet, but at the same time, when he steps on the floor, his impact is profound. He's a what a two-time defensive player of the year now at this point. He has developed as an offensive player exponentially to an elite level where he can sc score pretty much at will at this point. Uh, the jury is still out on him in certain aspects, especially considering what happened last year against Denver. But watching him step in front of the, you know, usually the best player, if not the second best player on an opposing team every night, getting big steals and, you know, running the break and hitting big shots 
having one of the best mid-range arsenals in the game and just his footwork and being such a technician on both ends is just excellent and fun to watch. Uh, and then when I'm also talking about things that are fun to watch and what I like in basketball, the play I love the most is a play when you see like great ball movement and some people will call it, you know, Spurs basketball. <laughs> yeah. Shout out to all my folks who know that term. Um, so, yeah, Spurs, something like a Spurs basketball play where it's like two or three passes around the floor and then somebody's wide open at three-point line or there's an open dunk or layup created off of just great ball movement. I love those kind of plays and as, as well as – just a player stepping in, uh, in front of someone else and stopping them, not even getting a block or anything crazy, but just not allowing them to score one-on-one. It's just, I think it's awesome because you're guarding elite players at such a high level. And to be able to stop somebody like that is just outstanding. So now that we've established our basketball beginnings, uh, let's get into how we came together and created this podcast. Um, I can start this part of the conversation. And yes, again, um, we both went to Susquehanna University. That was an interesting journey <laughs> filled with many laughs, many times of uh, trying to get through things with finals and uh, just class after class, uh, get jobs, going abroad, parties, a lot of stuff. It was just, it was, it was, Cassidy. A, it was a <laughs> Cassidy. Oh, Cassidy for sure. That is, that, that's an understatement. We, mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. <laughs> um, yeah. Called Cassidy at his finest. I would say <laughs> nothing wrong with white people, but, Y'all are interesting, I must say. Um, when in terms of like how we got there, how we got here, we met freshman year at a party—not a party, at a, like a gathering of people playing cards against humanity. We saw each other and we're like, "Huh, a black person." So. <laughs> We exchanged numbers, winded up hanging out, playing basketball, and then eventually it transformed into a friendship that led to discussions, being on the same intramural team a few times, winning an intramural championship. Shout out to the Slaughter Gang. Sir. Additionally, we wound up living together senior year and also coming up with a, a initiative called Game Time where we play video games and got paid for it, which was dope. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I think uh, when we talk about like the conception podcast, it, it came out as an idea in a group chat we were in. And then it transformed into this eventually, just working on it over time. Yeah, definitely. I remember, you know, we just, in the group chat, we're just watching the playoffs and 
exchanging messages about the playoffs and talking about it. And then uh, McCoy, <laughs> shout out to McCoy. Yeah, shout out to shout out to. And then we talked about it, but McCoy got busy. So then you know, me and Jameer just decided to keep the venture going because we just talked about it a lot and he had a lot of interest in it. And then you know, you talk about something enough, eventually you, you feel like you want to make it a reality. So here we are making it happen. Absolutely. Okay. Um, is there anything? Do you do you would you like to transition to our our final topic? Yeah, no doubt. And I guess you can start it off too. So, just basically, what are some things that you are excited for for the future of this podcast and this season that's ongoing right now in the NBA? Okay. Well, let's see. Uh, I'll start with the future of the podcast. I'm I'm super excited and super happy to do this and go forward because it's it's been fun already. I've learned a lot and also like when I went to college, I wanted to do something in sports. And then when I left, I wanted to do something geared towards diversity and inclusion. But I didn't want to lose my my taste and interest for sports. So the fact that I'm doing this and staying in the sports world as well as being able to pursue something else that I want to do is so exciting. It's fun. I believe that the discussions that we'll have will be very fun, entertaining, exciting. Um, and also just being able to work on a project constantly, I think, is going to be a great thing mm -hmm. for both of us. So yeah, I just I just look forward to learning, doing new things, and going forward. And then in terms of the NBA season, the Sixers obviously are going to be a team I'm going to be watching. You know the process, and but but like that that's going to be more so a side thing for me, watching the Sixers. Like I'm I'm going to be excited watching them, but what I will really be gauging is Brooklyn and the Los Angeles Lakers because they are probably the prohibited favorites at this point, heavily to reach the finals and to clash. So I wanna see that because last year, the Los Angeles Lakers made it very clear in the bubble that they were the best team in the league last year because there was a lot of talk about the Los Angeles, Lake, the Los Angeles Lakers and uh, Los Angeles Clippers being the two teams and a lot of people thought it would come down to the Battle of L.A. We all know that the uh, the Clippers left them hanging on the dance floor <laughs> with some excessive choking. But yeah, that was that was epic. But uh, ultimately, LeBron James, gentlemen swept the West and could have gentlemen swept the Miami Heat if Markeith Morris and Danny Green had their heads on straight. So they dominated and they got better. They got like much better. You talk about Marcus Gasol being more skilled than Dwight Howard and JaVale McGee. And they got him. They got Montrez Harrell, who's just a huge ball of energy, strong, can score in multiple ways, hustles for everything. And he just has a fighter's mentality mm -hmm. that, can help any team 
as well as getting Dennis Schroeder at the guard position, not losing much. When you lose Danny Green, you replace him with a guy like Wesley Matthews, who's essentially the same kind of player, but much cheaper. So you've gotten better, and you were, you were clearly the best team last year. So I would love to see if you can do it again, especially in considering how short the transition from last season to this season was. And then when you talk about the Brooklyn Nets, they've been the story. And last year, they didn't even have any of the players that were making them the story. Mm-hmm. Like, they, you know, everybody was waiting for Brooklyn this year. Like, what is Brooklyn going to do? When, when they signed um, Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving, it's like, okay, when KD comes back, is he going to be healthy? When KD comes back, is he going to be healthy? How are Kyrie and KD going to match? How is Steve Nash, as a head coach, going to take on this challenge? And then the other big picture comes in. Is James Harden going to be a Brooklyn Net? Is that going to happen? When is it going to happen? Can the three of those guys, Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving, and James Harden mesh? How will that all work? How will it unfold? Can they win a championship? And so on. And it's been those that storyline has been such a big question mark. And I think probably the biggest if and what, you know, going forward. And it's like now all all of those questions are pretty much about to be answered. Mm-hmm. So I want to see what happens. And then if they do wind up in the finals, if those two teams do wind up there, I want to see can Brooklyn get it done or will the Lakers stand true and remain as the best team? Which I think they are. Lakers so, Yeah, I think so. <laughs> I think so right now. Yeah. So yeah, what do you what are you excited about? Uh yeah, I guess I'll start off with the podcast things as well. So I'm just excited to talk about basketball as like a part of our culture and the ways in which it impacts the world around us rather than necessarily just talking about what happened every week in the in the NBA. Because you know, basketball it influences the clothes we wear, the music we listen to. And then, like, you know, with the dream team, that definitely influenced international relationships and just the expansion of the sport across the world. So I think just talking about basketball more so as a, like, you know, a part of our culture rather than just talking about, the, you know, like I said, the week-by-week NBA stuff, I feel like I'm excited to do that because I feel like that's not something I hear much when I listen to different basketball podcasts. So I think it will be fun to, you know, do that and kind of own that in our own way. And then also... I also want to talk about like, the WNBA stuff eventually as well, just because like with um, like, everything going on this year, they played, they had a big impact on just getting like the social movements going and advancing them and with the whole Senator Warnock uh, election. Like they definitely played a big part in making that happen. And then, you know, they constantly they wore shirts saying vote Warnock like 15 times. And, you know, they just definitely got that message out there when they impacted you know, U.S. government, which was very interesting. I feel like that's something I want to talk about more, just the, the way they've, the impact that they've had, despite not, not getting, you know, the television and national recognition that they may deserve. So, yeah, that's something I want to explore more in terms of the podcast. And just for the season, I'm really interested in the growth of, like, upcoming stars. Because as you know, LeBron's 36, Chris Paul is, like, 35. KG retired, Dirk retired, Kobe retired, RIP. So 
I'm just interested in seeing like, you know, who's next up, who's going to form the face of the league and the face of these teams. Cause every, you know, everything's changing. The, the, the changing of the guards for lack of a better term. So it's going to be very interesting to see how that plays out. So that's basically what I'm more interested in this year. Just seeing who takes that leap this year to like old star or just general star. So yeah. That's what I, that's what I'm looking forward to. Luca for MVP. <laughs> Think so? Yes, sir. All right. Interesting. Okay. Thanks, everyone, for listening to this episode of Game Time. This is, again, Zach, co-hosted by Jamir. And don't forget to follow us on Instagram at GameTime underscore podcast, on Twitter at GameTime underscore ZNJ, as well as Facebook at GameTime with ZNJ to stay up to date on further content. And to listen to future episodes, follow and subscribe to our Spotify and YouTube. We can't wait to talk more basketball on Game Time. <laughs>